So today, we're talking about messengers of God, angels. I love that line in the song. Um, we don't always know when we're in the presence of God's messenger of love. And so what I want to talk about today is, well, yes, we can know that if we're paying attention. So angels, what is an angel? We have um, lots of renderings of angels in art, especially in um, Middle Ages and Renaissance art, these beautiful beings with long hair and wings and robes flying around delicately and beautifully. And that's wonderful. But no one's ever seen one of those, as far as I know. That was the artist's rendering, that the light that the artist knew about angels and the ascendancy of a, of a soul that is a messenger. Um, and that's how it was rendered in art, and we tend to think that's all it is, and it's so, so, so much more. Angel comes from the Greek angelos, which means messenger. That's all it means, messenger. It has come to mean a messenger of God. And if you read the Hebrew and Christian Bibles, that word angel is interchangeable with servants, messengers, prophets, men, and armies. Those are just some of the words that are mentioned that are referring to angels, that are referring to the messengers from God. In Judaism, in the Hebrew Bible, messengers were, eight, malach is the word, they were angels of God that were sent to, angels of the God of Israel, right? Because the Jews were the first ones to say, well, there's only one God. Awesome. And then they forgot to say, but it's the God of everyone, not just us. <laughs> The God of Israel appeared to the patriarchs and the prophets, and um, it, they're, they're described in the Talmud, which is the, the beautiful um, rabbinical interpretation and commentary on the Hebrew scripture as associated always with fire, beings of fire. Muslims also believe in angels, malakah, created before humans to follow the orders of Allah, to communicate with humans. In um, all Islamic scriptures, angels are referred to as light. They are always associated with light. In Hinduism, there are divine beings, the devas and the mahadevas, that exist in these inner spiritual worlds. They're talked about a lot, and people from the outside of the Hindu religion sometimes think it's polytheistic, like there are many gods. There's only one god in the, he, in the Hindu religion, and, and everything else is a, an aspect or a representation or a messenger of God. Devas are angels. Mahadevas are the great angels. And even in certain forms of Buddhism, there are angels, messengers. They tend to think of angels in Buddhism as internal, not as something flying around out there. I've shared a lot with you in the past about my very fundamentalist upbringing and all of the healing I have had to do from that. And I've also shared with you about my, you know, alcoholic army colonel dad <laughs> and all of the healing that I've been privileged to do from that. But I want to share you, with you one of my favorite stories about my dad. When I was, I want to say nine years old, maybe eight, 
Uh, my brother and sister and I were out playing in our front yard. It was a fenced-in yard, and um, this woman was walking down the street, and she just came in our front gate and picked up my three-year-old sister and just started squeezing her and hugging her, and my sister started screaming, and my brother and I ran into the house and said, Daddy, Daddy, Cindy's being kidnapped. And my dad came running outside on the porch, and it was like, in an instant, he went from, what's going on, to, oh. And he said to the woman, honey, you need to put Cindy down, and we need to ask people before we pick them up, if it's okay with them. The kids have to come inside now, but I hope you can come back on another day and play. And we were like, what? <laughs> Why is daddy being nice to the man who was kidnapping Cindy? We went into the house and he said, kids, you need to sit down and listen to this. Um, we, we introduced ourselves, her name was Kathy. He said, Kathy is a person with Down syndrome. And it's very possible that Kathy was sent here as an angel because angels are messengers and maybe she came to teach you how to treat people who are different from you, right? This has rung in me forever. And to this day, when I see anybody with Down syndrome, I'm just like, oh, Angel, come here. My brother, I think, didn't get it because he was like, well, my dad says you're an angel, but I don't think so. <laughs> he, she used to come and play with on a, us on a pretty regular basis. And she was, you know, we were like this lady. She was probably 14. She was very young, but to us, she looked grown. And I've always held on to that idea of an angel being a messenger, which means any message you ever get that teaches you anything comes from an angel. Think about that for a minute. You're surrounded at all times by angels. Now, it was very possible on that day that my dad would have said, get the heck out of our yard and leave us alone. And I would have gotten a really different message right? So paying attention to the messages that are available to us is the number one thing that we can all do to appreciate and recognize, identify, and take in and receive all the good from the angels that are in our lives, because we've all met with angels. Um, in Hebrews, there's this Beautiful passage that I really love. Um, Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. To me, this is all a message. It's what we talk about all the time. It's about belonging. If everyone belongs, then no one is left out, and that is the essence of oneness. That is the essence of oneness. Another translation of that same passage says, stay on good terms with each other, held together by love. Be ready with a meal or a bed when it's needed. Why some have extended hospitality to angels without ever knowing it. Know that anyone in your life, not only that anyone in your life could be an angel, but that you could be an angel in someone else's life because we've all been angels right well, looking around and saying yeah there's lots of angels in my i can start to see that i can start to see all the beautiful messages that i've gotten those messages of love those messages of god then those must have been messengers of love and messengers of god angels ah but what about you what about me every moment that you extend love 
Every moment that you carry the message of love is a moment that you are an angel on earth. Can you claim that for yourself? Okay, I'm going to tell you something a little harder. Every day, all the time, you are a messenger. You better be careful about what your message is. Are you a messenger of love? Are you a messenger of separation or division? Are you a messenger of love and acceptance or are you a messenger of fear? Are you a messenger of openness or are you a messenger of, I've, I've already got the people around me that I need, everybody else needs to stay away. What are you a messenger of? Angels, messengers to us and messages from us make us angels. But then there are what I like to call the internal angels, right? Um, not just human, it's the angel inside of you and inside of me is the place where we are connected to the whole, to the one love that we talk about, to the one God that we talk about. We are all these interesting, delightful, diverse, beautiful individuations of this one but there is something deep inside every single one of us that recognizes, absolutely recognizes that this is an appearance. This, this body, this personality, I'm not saying it's bad. It's the way I'm riding through planet Earth right now and I appreciate it. But it's not the final truth of me. There is a place in me that is connected to every one of you and to the one, the allness, the beauty, the perfection, the miracle of God. We are that. We have access to that at every moment. And so um, metaphysically, angels are the messengers that come from that place of connection and that we allow into our place of individuation. Because in our individuation, in our personalities, in our little selves, we get scared. And so our task, I believe, while here on earth, is to open that little self to receive the messages from the higher self. You want to call that higher self love, God, whatever. It don't matter. Names, names, names. Right? But what it is, what it is, we know. And so we allow, we allow those messages to come through. Have you ever had a message from your higher angel and gone, no, too scary? <laughs> Or, oh, what a good idea, tomorrow. Next time, next time. I promise next time I'll be ready for it. We do that. We do it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's our humanness. But in the metaphysical Bible dictionary, Charles Fillmore wrote that angels are our spiritual perceptive faculties, the parts of us that understand spiritual principles and then inform our minds, our bodies, and our hearts of those truths of that spiritual truth, right? Your body's telling you the physical truth. We don't even listen to that half the time, at least. But you have this higher self that is informing you of your spiritual truth. Those are the angels inside of you. And to learn to recognize angels in their skin when they're out in the world Angels in their skin when they are here to give a message and angels without skin that are in here that are constantly sending us those messages of love.
And so the idea is that in, in almost all the scriptures, Hebrew, Christian, um, Muslim, almost all the scriptures talk about angels in heaven, this idea of heaven, a higher place. I think that's why artists rendered them with wings, because how else do you get down from a higher place, you know? Um, but you gotta, you gotta have wings so you can get back and forth, perhaps. So those angels are divine ideas. They're the ideas in the creative mind, the place where we connect to every other idea, to every other human, to every other spirit. And those angels, when they're in, the, in heaven, angels in heaven is a beautiful place for angels to be, but they're not very useful, right? No matter how beautiful they are, until we bring them down to earth, until we put feet to them. So an angel may be a prayer that you're holding in mind, but you know that there's something that is yours to do other than just say, praying, got my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> the angel can stay in heaven and be not very effective, or you can bring the angel, we can bring the angel down to earth, down into our physicality, down into our intellect, down into our emotions, down into our hearts, and actually give those angels activity in the world. And you're already doing that. Every time you speak a kind word, you're allowing your higher angel to come down to earth and speak through you. Every time you do a kind thing, you are allowing that angel, that divine idea in creative mind to come down and have expression through you. And those are the moments that you are an angel in the world. When you recognize the angels in here and you give them a place to play, right? It doesn't have to be the serious thing. Give your angels a chance to play out in the world, right? I love that. So I'm going to read you another Bible verse. It's also one of my favorite ones. This is from Genesis. So Jacob went out from Beersheba to go to Haran, and coming to a certain place, he made it his resting place for the night, for the sun had gone down. And he took one of the stones which were there, and putting it under his head, he went to sleep in that place. And he had a dream. And in his dream, he saw a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels, messengers of God, ascending and descending on it. Ascending and descending. And he saw the Lord by his side saying, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. I will give to you and your seed this land on which you were sleeping. It will be like the dust of the earth covering all the land to the east, to the west, to the north, to the south. And you will be the name of blessing to all the families of the earth. Is this to some patriarch that lived thousands of years ago? Or is this God saying to all of us, you have the ability right now in the blessings that are coming to you in every moment to create this wonder on earth? through the love that you share. And truly, I will be with you and will keep you wherever you go, guiding you back again to this land, and I will not give you up until I have done what I said to you. Whew. So we're not 
unsafe if we venture out of this land of love we're creating or if we get somewhere and we have a hard time coming back to it or finding ourselves it's okay because that spirit of god never leaves us we're never alone we can always find our way back we're always directed to find our way back the moment we open our eyes open our minds open our will open our lives to allow that to come through and Jacob, awakening from his sleep, said, Truly the Lord is in this place, and I was not conscious of it. And awe came on him, and he said, This is a holy place. This is nothing less than the house of God and the doorway of heaven. And that's the beauty of metaphysics, is this is not something that happened 2,000 years ago where Jacob saw a ladder and there were angels descending and what we have now is a really cool string game where we can make what we call Jacob's ladder. Anybody ever do that? It's not that. We're all Jacob. And this idea, truly the Lord is in this place and I was not conscious of it. Truly. The Lord is in this place. Your job is to be conscious of it. Truly, the Lord, the higher realms are in this place. And so our job is to become conscious of them. How? I'm going to read you. I know I sometimes I had a guy at one church where I, where I preached that said, I really like it when you don't do that Bible de gook. <laughs> So I try to balance it with other scriptures. But this is a great scripture from Jesus. He said, they said, How, what, what? He said, I was in need of food and you gave it to me. I was in need of drink and you gave it to me. I was wandering and you took me in. I had no clothing and you clothed me. When I was ill or in prison, you came to me. And then they answer, when did we see you in need of food or in need of drink? and give it to you? When did we see you wandering or take you in or without clothing? When did we see you ill or in prison and come to you? And he answered, truly, because you did the least, did this for the least of these my brothers, you did it for me. That is the whole lesson, y'all. No act of good, no act of kindness, no act of love, no word of love ever is wasted, ever, whether you ever see the fruit of it or not. And that is that idea in the chant that we sang earlier, Mother Teresa said, let every action of mine be something beautiful for God. Not let every action of mine show, so show some immediate fruit so I can say, ooh, that worked, I might do that again. No, just let it be something beautiful for God and know that that's enough. That's enough. It feels really good to know the results of our actions, but we don't always get to. And that works the other way too. The unkind word, the moment of barking at somebody, the moment of having a thought that is unkind about someone else, doing an action or refraining from doing an action that we have a thought would be kind to do. Those things also have their results, whether we ever see them or not. I don't say this to scare you. I say this because it is time to let our angels come out and play. Yay. So there are angels on earth, other people. Open your eyes, look around, pay attention. 
Pay attention to who cares. Pay attention who, to who teaches, who blesses you. Pay attention who is different or other in your mind. Label them an angel and see what that does for you. Pay attention to the people who drive you the most crazy. <laughs> Sometimes those are the messages that we most need to hear and that we're most likely to dismiss. That too is an angel. That too is a message from God, from the higher realms, from our higher self, from whatever you would like to call this one love that is everything. And so if you're gonna be on earth, you might as well assume everybody that you run into is an angel and ask yourself, what message do you have for me? Sometimes I'm standing in the line at the grocery store and I can feel myself getting irritated and I'll ask, what message do you have for me? Really, the only message is I'm being confronted with my own lack of patience. And what am I gonna do with that? Am I gonna say, well, I'm right to be impatient because she's checking the price on that thing and it's taking too long? Or am I gonna go, oh, okay, here's an opportunity for me to stand in this place where every food in the whole world is available to me because of the stuff I have in my wallet and know that most of the world that is not true. Yeah, a moment of gratitude, a moment of wonder, a moment of awe instead of a moment of impatience. And we never know what allowing ourselves more moments of wonder and awe will play out in our lives versus allowing ourselves to have more for the beautiful messages that you bring to me and also for the ones that sting a little. Maybe even the ones that gut us because that too is a message. And it can become a message of bitterness or it be can become a message of overpowering a message of overcoming an empowerment, a message of, yes, this is part of life on earth, and yes, the love that is in me, that is me, that I am connected to, is greater than this. And in that love, I am safe. In that love, I am seen. In that love, I am known. And when I relax into that love, then I can see and know. In ways that I never have yet before. So perhaps in this moment of quiet right now, we just experiment with saying to ourselves, love, allow me to be aware of all messages of love coming to me. Allow me to recognize those messages and allow me to become them so that I share those messages into the world. 
we are already one. But this is how we realize our oneness, how we make it real in the world. And what a blessed task. What a beautiful opportunity. What a privilege. Is this love available to all of us all of the time? And so there's nothing left to say but thank you. Thank you.